Welcome to the Online Marketing for Doctors podcast, the place to grow and scale profitable practices with your show hosts, Huyen Truong and Steve Tate. Hello and welcome to another podcast of Online Marketing for Doctors. I'm your host, Huyen Truong, and this is Stephen Tate. Hello there. And today we're going to talk about the seven steps to attract the right patients to your practice. Do you know that on average, you will lose between 10 to 30% patients year on year? This is according to Hearing Journal. So it is a critical part of your marketing strategy to continue to attract new patients to your practice. However, while most practitioners focus on getting new patients to their practices, very few know how to effectively attract the right kind of patients. And so the first step, is that you need to find the right positioning for your practice. Many practices are confused around their marketing message. They somehow think it's their slogan, and others think maybe it's their expertise, their experience, awards, how long they've been in business for. Still, others think it's their vision and mission statement. It's actually none of the above. It is market positioning. To put it in simple terms, positioning is how you want your target patients to perceive you and how you differentiate yourself from other similar healthcare providers. So how to position yourself as the choice, not just a random choice made by a patient? This is a million dollar question, I tell you. Once you know how to position yourself as the choice, patients will go after you. One of the biggest mistakes healthcare providers today are making is the spray and pray method. They go after a very broad and undefined market. This approach leaves you with a weak message that is diluted. This is actually a generalist approach which does not be authority. I think Jim Collins in his book Good to Great really detailed this idea, demonstrating that Organizations are more likely to succeed if they focus on one primary offering and doing it well. By doing so, they can get an edge on their competitors and become truly great businesses. Here is where you as a practice define what you are passionate about and want to be the best in your community at providing. Are you passionate about cosmetic dentistry, wellness, dentures, or maybe family-orientated dentistry? The more specific you can be, the better. Let me use this uh, simple example. Um, this is actually not health-related, but I guess you all know it. When you think about McDonald's, uh, what is the first thing coming to your mind, Steve? Uh, McDonald's? Uh, well, um, it's the burger, I guess. Same thing for KFC. Is this a fried chicken you are thinking of? <laughs> yeah, of course. Do you notice that even though over the years, McDonald's and KFC have been selling all sorts of different products, I think they're now even selling ice cream, chicken drops, desserts, all sorts of sugar drinks and even salads. But uh, people still just identify them as a burger establishment or a fried chicken fast food seller. And not any of those things that I've listed above. A good example in plastic surgery area that I've come across is Dr. Brian Medicine website, which I put a link of, to his website in our show notes so you can have a look. Dr. Medicine positioned himself as facial surgeons. He doesn't do anything else but facial surgery, and he has been nationally and internationally acclaimed for that expertise. 
For those of you who'd like to see some good examples of market positioning in your industry, both in Australia and internationally, email us and we'll send you some good examples. Now, so have a look at your expertise and treatments and think about what do you want to do the most? What service has the highest profit margin and turnover? What service or treatment that you have the best results for your patients so far for whom you have received a lot of compliments? And also, what services or treatments you can potentially train your other doctors and specialists to do for you using your process so you can gradually remove yourself from the practice and eventually sell it later on when you retire? Answering some of these or all of these questions can really help identify positioning strengths for your practice. Now, we are imagining that a lot of listeners will probably be asking, well, what about other services that we are currently offering that also bring in revenue? Um, Actually, it's a very good question. So my answer for this is you can still provide other services outside your niche. You're just not directing your marketing message to them. And some of you might ask, how about GPs, right? I tell you, GPs can position themselves too. That will be another upcoming topic of our podcast channel. So you have to stay tuned for that. Now, on to the second step in attracting the right patients is to define your practice ideal patient profile, IPP. Yeah, exactly. Now that you've done the most important marketing exercise for your practice, which is finding the perfect positioning, the next step is define your ideal target patient. We've come across hundreds of healthcare websites, and it seems like the common biggest marketing message mistake they make is talking about themselves and not talking about their patients. Totally agreed. You need to know who your target audience is and what market segments you are going after. So from step one above, we defined who we are. Now we can construct an ideal patient profile by answering some key questions. What are their demographics? So when we talk about demographics, is it about your ideal patient average age? Are they male or female or both? What is their income level? Um, what area of the community does your ideal patient live? Or even their interests or hobbies and their professions? And what sort of life priorities do your ideal patients have? Or what do your ideal patients avoid or dislike? Um, where do they shop for their health needs? Uh, where do they uh, spend their time? And where do your uh, target audience or uh, patients get exposed to and interact with marketing and advertising? Or even what blogs or website does your ideal patient use or read? And finally, what fascinates your ideal patients? Now, let me try to explain. In her best-selling book, Fascinate, Author Sally Hogshead shares seven triggers to persuasion and captivation that you can use to define your brand and attract your ideal clientele. They are lust, mystique, alarm, trust, prestige, power, and vice. Understanding which of these powerful triggers of captivation and persuasion are motivating patients to your practice can be very important for identifying your ideal patient profile. So we put an example of ideal um, patient profile in our show notes. So if you want to see this example, please have a look at the show note. Great. So you've identified your ideal patient. Now's the time to bring them in with the third step in attracting the right patient, and that is by having the right kind of external marketing. 
Some practitioners shy away from external marketing due to the expense. They see it as a big financial risk. However, the most marketing savvy and highly successful practices understand that an external marketing budget is an investment in the practice. You can have an incredible ROI when it's managed well. Your external marketing message is directed at prospective new patients who do not know you. You need, therefore, to create a consistent marketing message for use in your external communications that takes this into account. It starts with knowing the wants, fears, problems, and needs of your target market and ends with crafting a message that speaks to those issues in a compelling and believable way. The result? It's an irresistible hook that makes your prospective client want to know more. Your marketing message is what grabs your ideal patient attention, tells them how you can solve their problems and why they should trust you and why they should choose to come to your practice over and above any and all other choices they might have. The world is full of choices. Why you? Your marketing message should speak to your ideal patient. You need to appeal to your ideal patient's hot buttons. Talk about the areas that will trigger an emotional reaction, which brings us to the number four step in this process. Yes, you now know that you need to market in a compelling way, but What is it that you're going to market? So the next step is to identify the problems your target market is experiencing. Ask yourself, what problem does my target market have and how does it make them feel? You need to understand the experiences of your patients to identify their problems and the pain and suffering they feel as a result of those problems. What does your ideal patient want from a solution provider? I mean, what do they care about? What do they worry about? What is stopping them from coming to see you on a regular basis? Remember the old saying, people don't care about you until they know you care. Making it your mission to identify your market's concerns tells them that you understand and empathize with them. Now, moving on to number five step, present your services to your market's problem. Once you identify the target patient's core problem, Then you can ask yourself, what do I offer that solves the problem of my ideal patient? It is very tempting to uh, to talk about your services, for example, teeth whitening, crowds, but you need to present your practice in terms of solving people's problems. For example, if they are afraid of dental fees, say that you are fully transparent with your pricing and they can see the pricing on the website. All right, we're getting closer to the end. Now, the sixth step is to identify all of the benefits of your services and how those benefits could impact your ideal patient. You know, for example, um, they need dental services that work around their office day. They don't have to miss work or schedule their appointments around their busy work commitments. So if you were able to offer a flexible scheduling, that could be a real benefit to your prospective target audiences. Now, the last step, which is also a very important one, if you don't want to be like any other practices, is to uh, is you need to ask yourself, how am I different from my competitors? Potential patients are looking for you to communicate your differences, and those differences need to have perceived value to the prospects. Um, they need to be things they care about. 
do it in a way as we explain what you stand for and what you can do rather a drag statement such as we are better than practice ABC because of this or that. Um, don't just say you are more experienced. That message isn't going to cut through this noisy crowd marketing market. Instead, focus on the perceived value. The benefits of choosing us is to differentiate yourself from competitors who can't offer the same perceived value. Well, if you get those seven steps done, you will have established a strong foundation for all sorts of marketing activities, both online and offline, to attract your target audience. So I'm curious and would like to hear from you too. What is the most effective thing you have done to attract your right target patient? Our healthcare professional community would love and appreciate your inputs. Add your comments below or send us an email with your thoughts. Unfortunately, this podcast episode has come to an end. Be sure to keep in touch so we can continue to bring you the best marketing strategies and tactics to grow and scale your practice. If you want to listen to any uh, particular topic, please fill out a one-minute survey that we have put a link in our show notes so we can produce relevant podcasts for you. If you want to be our show guest, wow, that's even better. Email us and let us know what topics you'd like us to uh, talk about on the show. Yeah, getting involved would be wonderful. This is the first podcast channel in Australia about medical marketing, and we aspire to make this channel a world-leading channel for the healthcare professional community. There are many benefits of being on our show, including, but not limited to, uh, exposure to our healthcare professional community, including thousands of doctors, surgeons, specialists, dentists, and other healthcare professionals. We promote our podcasts on social media and Google, not just in Australia, but internationally, gaining a strong global exposure. And you can use this podcast on your own website as blog post material. The podcast would be a, a Q&A interview style format. It would only take up to 30 minutes of your time. It would be wonderful to have you on our show, and we can't wait to see you there. Thanks again for tuning in. We look forward to seeing you at the next podcast. Thank you for listening to the Online Marketing for Doctors podcast with Hu Yen Truong and Steve Tate. Be sure to check out the archive section on our website for previous episodes at onlinemarketingfordoctors.com slash podcast. And subscribe to the show so we can catch you at the next episode. 